Hey guys, it's Idia. It's Osa. And this episode of Just Winging It is brought to you by Link24 Radio. You can listen to Just Winging It on link24radio.com for free. Where you can catch the freshest and latest Afro-urban music, topics, and everything and anything you want to know. Just Winging It. I'm sorry that I'm late. And I missed your call But you know night turned into day I didn't stop to pause I know I never see your face And baby that's my fault But I'ma fix all my mistakes So don't stress no more You got those cigarettes and push You don't ever let me down All those other girls just look They ain't never taking your crown And girl, I know it gets on your nerves sometimes When I don't answer my phone And yeah, I double back on my words at times But please don't start with that tone Cause girl, I love you, you know But I can't be there But when I get home, just roll my weed, yeah What's mine is yours, give you space to breathe here Just weed and kush, that's a major key here Yeah, then you play me a song Smoking smoke to a wavy and gone Come home from a long, hard day with the dons Like, where's my great baby? I'm my sorry, been on my and I missed your call But you know that time into day I didn't stop to pause I know I never see your face And baby that's my fault But I'ma fix all my mistakes So don't stress no more You got those cigarettes and push Hey guys, it's Idia. It's your girl Osa. And we have a special guest today. (laughs) Introduce yourself. (laughs) Hey guys, this is Mashuda, and I'm super excited to be here. Hey, hey, hey. Finally. She's here glowing, y'all. She's up here showing her black girl magic. (laughs) So, Mashuda, I need you to introduce, I tell everyone, introduce yourself, give us a brief description, tell the listeners about yourself, like give them a brief description. Hey, um, I'm a creative director, I am a makeup artist, Um, I'm an entrepreneur, I am a philanthropist. Yes. Um, check those things out. Oh, you know, money. check, check, check me. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, I'm just always about empowering and uplifting women of color and pushing us to new dimensions and making sure we always stand up for ourselves. Yes. That's amazing. I love it. I'm so here for it. <laughs> so how did you, like, or do you have a foundation? You said you are, you're a philanthropist. So, like, are you, like, do you have, like, a company or anything? Or you, just you know, things? I really don't have a company yet. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of work. 
But I will speak it into the universe. I would love to have one at some point, but I really enjoy just helping other people build theirs because that is not an easy task to have a charity at all. I think it's harder than running a business, actually. I mean, in beauty, I feel like, you know, you give back already your art. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, listen, take so that, take that. So how did an artist? <laughs> um, well, I what did... What, like, drove you to, like, you know, your... your what intrigued you into the, the beauty industry? Um, I cut all my hair off, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> these brows, these brows ain't gonna fleek itself, right?" <laughs> I don't have eyebrows okay. in real life. There's none. I need to try that microblading thing, yes. but um, yeah. And then I kept attracting, and hey, I'm very like not prejudice against anybody's sexual genders but I kept getting hollered at by girls when I cut my hair off and didn't have like any makeup or anything on I'm like okay they think I'm getting down but I'm not getting down with them so I was like alright I gotta give myself some femininity and then I loved how it made me feel and then it was just like an addiction and then I was like well I gotta make other people feel the way I feel and it, it just manifested that way. It just sounds so way. sexual. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Like well, makeup sexual, is very intimate, like, though. Yeah. It's a very intimate process. You know what I mean? Like, a woman's features are, are very sensual. Like, our right. eyes, It's our about lips, accentuating. Our body. Yeah. yeah. So, what are your thoughts on the the beauty industry right now? Um, you can be honest. My thoughts are, it's, I mean, it is what it is. It's the beauty industry. I like it. Um... I love that everybody is their own kind of creature. Mm-hmm. And I like that we're creatures. I don't know. That's how I see it. Because, like, this weekend when I went to BeautyCon, I was just, like, blown away over and over and mm-hmm. over again. Because it's like, this one girl is bad in her way. And then this other one, she's fire in her own way. And this other one, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And this other. So it's just, like, I love that um, the beauty industry has become more people being individuals. I love that. And I really, really like that. Like, people like Susie. Like, I don't know if you guys know Susie, Mm -hmm. but, like, her braids. I love her. I love her so much. Um, Like, her braids are so so funky. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just, she's a walking art. Like, she's, yeah, I love her so much. So, yeah, people like that, I think, like, are really um, setting the trend and paving the way for people to be their absolute definition of themselves. I love that. So, uh, we were, off air, we were just saying how, um, you know, black beauty is a thing right now. Right. Being black is a thing right now. Do you think, you know, this, I don't want to, I hate to call it a A phase of our, like, do you think it's going to be one of those things that happens for, like, the next two to three years and then all of a sudden it dies down and then some next thing comes about comes and up then where we, people we, do something again. else yeah um this is how I view it I think um places like not places well things like the civil rights movement Nina mm-hmm. Simone uh she wasn't she was valuable during the 70s, during the actual 60s during the actual civil rights movement mm-hmm. got into some trouble had to flee went through all of these things and like now when it's important again her name, even though she's not here on this earth anymore, she's still remembered and appreciated the mm-hmm. same day, the same way we appreciate Fela, the same way we appreciate Bob Marley. And mm-hmm. that's the thing about art. It speaks to you when it's supposed to speak to okay. you. So when you do a job like that, I think that in your heart you should already know that these are one of those things that it will come up 50 years later and it might go away and it might come back up again. And I think that when you choose to follow that path, you already know in your heart the expiration date or understanding that mm. 
situations happen for you to certain people are different some people know that there's more to life and there's more that we should be doing and then there's other people who know that when trump is president or who knows that when reagan is president or who knows that when you know rosa parks is trying to sit on the bus because she's tired like you know there's some people that do it occasionally and then mm-hmm. there's some people that it's embedded within their souls so i want to use like mashoud as an example like the mashoud store shout out to mashoud i love him too he's such an amazing man uh, amazing 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 shout out to kune as well um I know, like, looking at his images in his store mm-hmm. or, like, being a child, like, growing up in my mocks, I've seen mm-hmm. people with the Mashoud sign on their dresses mm-hmm. as we were, you know, praying. Young, yeah, and yeah mm-hmm. from as a kid, I oh, saw wow. his stuff. I saw, or when I go outside, because my name is Mashoud, people be like, yo, you related to Mashoud? And I get free stuff because of him. So shout outs to Mashoud because <laughs> I love him. But I, I realized that when you walk into his store now, it's not like he doesn't do the big fashion shows on the block or the things that he mm-hmm. used to do before because no he, he does he does he he, does. he still does it mm-hmm. on the on the yeah, street on the street okay I take that back time. I'm sorry mm-hmm. but like I feel like you know the big movement that was behind it when it was like in its prime. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like people are reappreciating it again because, yeah. like, my sister went there and got a dress and she was like, yo, I went to my shoe today. I was like, yes. You know, it's like, it's a trend. Yes, it's a trend, but even though it's a trend, stay true to yourself because yeah. if, if it's in your heart to give and to restore people who look and talk like you and mm-hmm. who resemble you, there's never a time that somebody doesn't need it. I love that. So that's going to bring us to the, our next point. Uh-oh. So I don't know if you saw um, Beyonce's Push Carter party, her baby shower. That was shower. so Carter cute. Push Thank you. That's what, that's what I said. I actually posted it on my Snapchat. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was. Fa- I thought how I thought it was fabulous how she used like you know the whole African culture. I think mm-hmm. she embraces the African culture mm-hmm. outside of that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, um, on OK Africa, um, today I saw a post, um, and it, it's stated, um, basically was Beyonce. Cultural appropriating. appropriating. Well, culture, to me, culture. let's keep it real. And this is what I, this is what I hate. Mm-hmm. And I get really kind of emotional about it. I think that people don't understand that they are us. Thank you. And yeah. that they were stolen from where they were. And if they were not stolen, we will all be in the same place chilling. Right. So mm-hmm. when people go out of their way and be like, "This is not. You're not black. You're not African. What is African?" What is African? The same way when somebody tells you, oh, can you speak African? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all ever been through that. When yeah. y'all was kids as Africans, <laughs> yo, you like, speak like, African? Yeah. Like, come let me speak African on your face. <laughs> you know what I'm trying <laughs> With them hands. <laughs> that is hilarious. But for me, um, I'm really passionate about people actually re-understanding who they are and mm-hmm. where they come from because a lot of people don't know their glory. A lot of people don't know their royalties. A lot of people don't know their worth because... Mm-hmm. It was washed away from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like now you're over here attacking the person for loving who they are. But let me you tell you, because my... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, what I was going to say was, like, I'm not going to lie. At one point, like, maybe a few years ago and maybe even a current... Like, not currently, but whatever. I felt that um, the whole African thing, like, being African was a trend. It was very trendy. You know what I mean? And I felt that before people, they only embraced it during, like... The African Kwanzaa Street or Festival or like Afropunk, and mm-hmm. it was like, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of like a costume. Like a it was mm-hmm. like a costume. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they they didn't protect, I guess, like the 
the the ac- like the actual African. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like the heritage we were made, or the culture. Yeah, like we it. we were like you know they were made fun of. Yeah, African booty scratcher. And, and yeah, but can, no, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about just in general, like just even making fun of like not well yeah that too, but like making fun of like the accents and like talking down upon Africans. But now like, when it's yeah or, or like, like when now what it's it's like convenient for you and because it's an event. No, I feel like it's bigger than that. I think that I honestly think that sometimes. When you, I feel like when you know you want to get into things like this, and and I and that's why I think that it takes a specific kind of person to do things as far as transforming the way that people view mm-hmm. things is because you have to understand that if you are taught in school or you are taught by white people mm-hmm. over that's and over and over again that this is trash, this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It looks like a zoo over there. There's this is that, and there, there's even zoos in this country. Right. Even Nigeria <laughs> has zoos. So it's just yeah. like, but they didn't know better. But mm-hmm. one thing I can say is when I was in high school and Blood Sisters, shout out to Afrobeats music and shout outs to like movies like Blood Sisters, Beyonce and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, how, can we be, how can we be saying that Beyonce is appropriated when we to we that got me a movie appropriated right. her. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just Beyonce like, and Rihanna. Remember those movies? That, those yeah. movies are so good. good. It's like four parts, but we watched. Yes, we but watched you them. had to at the hair salon, right? <laughs> so my whole point is just like you know, it's bigger than who is appropriating who. And every mm-hmm. time, and you should run with it. Even though people do stuff for trends, when it's a trend, you can still enlighten. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, like, when it comes to the black girl magic stuff, I know that people like what it looks like, but mm-hmm. I also know that the message is still conveyed right. because they saw this thing and then they say, oh, well, let me read the caption. Mm-hmm. And because I got their attention, now they can read the caption. And so really instead of us being mad it. about it, mm-hmm. like, you know, say, you know what? This is what Ankara is. Mm-hmm. This is what Kente is. This is what Aishoke is. Mm-hmm. This is what Sego is. Right. How about you <laughs> teach them? <laughs> yeah. Teach them, right? right? And I, I totally agree with both what you both ladies have said. I feel like, to piggyback on Idia, like, at that time when we were t- when people were making fun of Africans and it wasn't quote unquote cool to be an African, it was ignorance, like you said, Moshuda. Like it was a time where the media was feeding us things and we were young. Like mm-hmm. we were so impressionable. So like if your mm-hmm. one friend is saying a joke and everybody's laughing, the whole class is gonna start laughing. The whole school's gonna start laughing. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, you know, keep mm-hmm. on tumbling like that. Mm-hmm. But t- in regards to what you said about like the Afropunk, I feel I get it. Like when it first came out, like Everyone's like putting on a dashiki, but I, at, I, it clicked to me. I was like, now we're appreciating where we come from. Exactly. Now we're, we're now we're dashiki. reading. We're we're reading and let me like show James you where the real Baldwin. one. You can get the real one from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but something is better than nothing, right? I mean, yeah, but that's right. why you get the real one. <laughs> because this one is like wrinkle, 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 wrinkle. I can't. But I I, yeah. I started falling in love with the fact that we as a as a people, not only Africans or Caribbeans or mm-hmm. people in the diaspora, like we as a people as a collective, mm-hmm. were appreciating where we come from. We're appreciating the Ankara. I know I know I know mo- a lot of my Caribbean friends wear Ankara. I'm like right. yes, I'm like yes, your head wrap looks good, sis. Yes. Like you look so popular. Yes. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. And with the PC culture that we live in, everything is a question mark. Everything's a problem. If you yes. sneeze this way, you're this. If you move this way, you're that. If you and think this way, you're this. Time, you're that. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just like, she's appreciated. First of all, Beyonce is such a genius with her messaging. She's so subliminal with how she puts and her things out. About Let's look at Lemonade. Lemonade alone, all the goddesses, all the gods and all that stuff that she put into Oshun. I'm telling you. I agree. Sh- you can't tell me that she didn't do her research. No, she, I know, no, she, I know, she, she did. I mean, like, she came from Like how whatever the person said, I don't even want to. No, I don't think they were like, all right. So basically, like, they, 
It was more of a question. It was more of a question. Like, basically, people were, like, stating these things on social media. And then they were, um, I have a quote. It's not a quote. Basically, they're saying how um, her love for Africa doesn't translate um, for her making actual impact on the continent. And people are like, when was the last time she came to Africa? And I'm just like, And it's like, like, she has her own life over here, too, you know? She has a family. She got two babies in her stomach. (laughs) She didn't even do um, Coachella. I'm just... If y'all want to go to Africa like that, (laughs) just like that. People are like, the last time she was in South Africa was 2003. The last time she was in Nigeria was 2006. And that's my issue with with a lot of black people and some Africans. Like, they count too much. Much, Like, because, because you didn't go back to Nigeria in 10 years, like, you're less African. Like, it doesn't make any sense to It doesn't me. matter whether it does, they it's stole not cool. you in the 1800s. Yeah. You're, more, you're not less African than anybody exactly. else. Yeah. And I think she, but one thing that we should be clear about as well is that cultural appropriation is like a costume, like you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. It's like making fun of. And I know I'm somewhat part of the beehive as well. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that she with. All her heart. I feel like she did not want to do that in an inappropriate way. She definitely does her research, uh-huh. and you can tell, like the, even the way she. Tied it looked like thing, a birthing party, if you ask so me. It, it looked like all like, the women around her were like her doulas. Yeah, that's what I got from the image. I didn't look at it like oh because they were playing fellow. No, it looked like all of the women there were welcoming the new. Blessing. Hey, even see Jay Z with like. his little cooth right? beyond. I was like, she must have now. I love it. But it's, I think it's absolutely gorgeous, and she didn't do that in just. We I just, but we just have people just need to stop finding everything negative. But that's the it's thing, like, though. It's, it's like that's so the world beautiful. we live in, and that's why I'm I'm so grateful for individual people, people mm-hmm. who are so. That's what I mean by I think that this beauty um, industry gives a platform for individuals to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, because just seeing, like, those YouTubers, like, little girls was crying. Like, oh, my God. Just seeing them, you know, the the um, the level of impact they have that by just being themselves. Lives, yeah. Yeah. Everybody could just really impact other people by being themselves, and you'd be shocked. So mm-hmm. it's just like. Exactly. Just be yourself. The power and, of beauty is. Yeah. Is, it's, it's, it's real. Like, I was um, I was with a client the other day. And she walked in and like, I'm, I better not get emotional talking about this. But anyway, <laughs> she was this lady and she walked in and she like looked really, you know, just down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like, take a seat. Like, you know, take a seat. Let me rouge you up, whatever. And she was like, you don't understand how good I feel right now. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, today's my birthday. And then wow. like, I just found out I had stage four cancer. Wow. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, you don't know. But you don't know no, what looking at the power of beauty can do, can do to lift someone's spirits. Yeah. You know, and she just called yeah. the store the other day. It's like, hey, is it here around? And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this one's And I didn't even do anything crazy. Like, I just smudged a little bit of eyeliner on her. And she felt amazing. Wow. You know what I mean? So I'm mm-hmm. just like, beauty is powerful. And we need to, you know, continue to share that message mm-hmm. with people like even if you don't do makeup even if you just do hair or like right. speaking on a podcast like it's it's beautiful it's, powerful. it's all beauty it's, it's powerful. powerful it's a form of expression exactly. and expression and expressing yourself can lead to other people expressing themselves and being the best mm-hmm. best version of themselves and right. that's what to me is all about well that being that both of you are you know the beauty queens out here <laughs> <laughs> like do you do you feel like you do have a duty as someone that does like create you kind of create stories of with faces and with body and all that stuff like do you feel like you have a responsibility to help that like for example you helped that lady make her you made her feel better do you feel like you have a responsibility is yes. it every person that sits in your chair that you have to help or like how do you go about like what's your process like you can, you can go first all right so <laughs> my my whole process is i like to get to know the person before i 
even put makeup on their face. So, like, I need to know who you are, what you're, which, what you're like on a day to day, because I don't want to give you something knowing that you won't feel comfortable in it and knowing that you won't be able to rock it. But I do want to give you something that I know that you'll be able to carry, but still feel extra fabulous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, every every client or every person won't receive your message. Right. Not not everyone is ready for that. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not everyone is there yet right. to, to, to actually get it. So that's my whole process. I'm very, like, simple with it. Like, the, I'm, I'm more so about the aesthetic of the skin, the, mm-hmm. you know, enhancing that woman's features to mm-hmm. make her, you know, kind of still look like herself mm-hmm. in a in a sense. So, yeah, you miss really that? I feel like um my brand is divided in so many mm-hmm. different compartments that different things do different things. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I get what you mean. <laughs> so like for the bride, I feel like um you just become a part of their families, you really become really close knit with them, you really help them and you walk them through everything. Um, during my regular customers, like my everyday girls or people that I've had for years, they, once again, they're like my family too. Mm-hmm. They are people that I love so much and they like embrace me and they've been there for me. I haven't only been there for them, but mm-hmm. they've also been there for me or been like older siblings or like, you know, mm-hmm. um, I it's think, a two-way street. I think that for me it's been a two way street, but I want to say as far as my art, mm-hmm. I think that, um, those were the most, that was the most. Um, impactful experience that I've ever had um, because yes, please speak on that you do like the most amazing like <laughs> body painting like with the flowers and it's just like what made you want to oh, do that beautiful, like, what made you beautiful. want to paint the oh. face paint the body well I always loved arts and craft mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I went to City Tech for um, advertising design and oh, then okay. dropped out because I really don't like computers <laughs> and then I was like okay um, what am I supposed to do I asked my professor she told me to do fine arts I was like hell no I don't know fine arts <laughs> mm-hmm. and then I was like okay I'm gonna do makeup and then I started playing around with makeup but I never got to do things that I like to do mm-hmm. regarding arts and crafts so um, anyways to cut the long story short um I would. I was trying to reach out to photographers and say, "Yo, let's do these concepts. Let's do this. Let's do that." But when you are an indivi- when you are doing things individually, it is not easy to make other people just see your vision. See your vision, and um, so shout outs to Joey Island Boy Photography because he he really held it down for me. He was just like, "Yo, just do it." And at that point, I was ready to quit. I was like, "All right." I started reaching out to Delta and JetBlue because I really love to travel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I just need to get away from the energy that I'm around. I just wanted mm-hmm. to escape everything. And mm-hmm. um, be refreshed. And be refreshed. But also shout-outs to, um, I, I doubt they're listening because they're like older Caribbean men. Mm-hmm. But um, Julian, um, he was the first person I've ever did anything arts and crafts with. And he was like, yo, just do what you love. He's an architect, but mm-hmm. he's not around like that. He was one of the first people who allowed allowed me to be, you know, the creative like makeup artist like I wanted canvas, to be. Yeah, yeah he, was a per- he was a person that actually pushed me to do it. And this is when I was like 19. And I did like maybe three shoots for him that was artistic. And then like, you know, life happens. And then right. it starts mm-hmm. to like shift off. But it gave me that idea and understanding that, like, you know what, this is where your heart is because you feel like home when you're doing it. And he, like, the first shoot I ever did with Julian, um, he had a bunch of nails from Home Depot, but they were like plastic nails. Mm -hmm. And he was like, let's do a shoot with this. And I was like, now you gotta start creating. Oh my god! Okay, let's try to make it. And then, like we, and then we put like nails. We glue. I glued nails to her face, like hair glue, hair glued nails (laughs) to her face. And I still love that picture, even though it's like six years old. Like I cherish that picture so much. But um, anyway, sorry, I'm like one of those people who talk too much. So. 
We're here to talk, right? Word. Everybody That's swinging it. <laughs> but um, Joey, back to Joey. Joey was like, why you want to quit? What's wrong with you? I was like, I'm not happy. I want to do these things, and nobody wants me to do these things. with I'm like, I did this one shoot, and I'm not going to name the photographer. But <laughs> I did this one shoot, and I, I paid him. Let me tell you something. I paid him. I the said, listen, I want to do my shoot. I want to do this idea. Mm-hmm. He was he. He switched my whole idea around and oh, still asked me to give him bread at the end. <gasps> I gave him the money and I said I will never work with him in my life again. Wow. It was yeah. a very dumbed down version of what I I you wanted want to do. And then I said, and that's when what that's what really took me off. Like, yo, I'm not doing this no more. See, and when you're an artist, that's what happens though. We get really dis- and You know, I learned that as I got older in in the craft mm-hmm. that we get so discouraged and I hear this from different people like photographers hairstylists mm-hmm. entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who like they get to this point where they're just like I don't want to do this shit like, yeah I'm over it it's like and, especially because art is like a yeah. gift to society and we thank you and you just want to express yourself yes. it's nothing more to it it's nothing less yes. to it it's like I just wanted and to do you these like things for people and then you feel like people are not getting the message it does make you not want to say depressed, but it makes it does. Of, okay, it, it sure does because I definitely it was. Cause we this made, you had a conversation about yeah. it. When, I remember I came to her house to tint my eyebrows, and like I was really, really low. And sometimes you can't talk to people who are not artists because they will never it. understand it. it. Mm-hmm. They will never get it. Like mm-hmm. they never get it. And I was going to Nigeria because I literally just needed to get away Breathe, and literally right? focus. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not it's not hard. It's not hard. It's very it's not hard. Because it isn't easy, like doesn't that make you want to work harder for it? Like doesn't that no. want, make you want well, to Well no. yes and no. When you yeah. on that last toe, that pinky toe, you hopping <laughs> on that pinky toe and somebody just come and choke that pinky toe. <laughs> you don't want to Yo, you tired. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm just tired. Like I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But um Joey was like, yo, you know, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I did myself a few times. And then he was like, Mo, people are really liking this thing. Well, don't stop. Keep right. going. Keep it, keep it. And then when we started adding people into it, it turned into something that meant so much to me. Because mm-hmm. the first girl I did something on, her name is Fola, another Nigerian girl. Mm-hmm. Um, one of, what is her name? Finding Fola or something like that? Mm-hmm. She travels a lot. She's okay. a big blogger, too. And the first person, she was the first person I did it on. And as I was doing it on her, I was still shaky right. like a little iffy and then joey came up to me like what's going on and she was like leave her alone she's getting her creative juices on right. and i was just like like oh my god this <laughs> is perfect so every single person that i ever did that paint series on they restored my confidence that i didn't mm-hmm. have anymore because of how life was beating me down mm-hmm. not just in ways that in my career but in my own love life facets, family yeah. lives all kind of it was just a hot 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 a big bowl of hot mess so going on so do you think on. your personal life affects your artistry um i don't i don't know because i'm mm-hmm. okay with I'm okay with everything else being crazy for as long as my my artistry mm. is my place okay. where I could come home to. Right. Because I feel like my and my creative space is so positive, and I go out of my way to make my creative space so positive because I always deal with negativity in some way, shape, or form. Mm. And I notice that about myself. I don't know what it is that what I do, do that attracts it, what people. What do you think it is? What do you mean? Like what? What do you think brings the like the negative energy when I, you're doing something so positive? I think. People think, and I was listening to to T.D. Jakes today. Come on, Jesus. Okay, come on, somebody. Come on with it. (laughs) No, but, um, you know, people think it's so, like, I'm so grateful for this whole year that passed, Mm. but it's been such a... Uh, roller coaster. It's been 2016 a, was rough. it was oh, a roller coaster. But even still, till now, it's mm-hmm. still a roller coaster for mm-hmm. me. But and it's because 
I feel like you know the more grace and glory God gives you, the more on, ta- the M. more challenges you mm-hmm. have to deal with. And people look at you like, oh, you must have money. There's people that's trying to double charge me to get clothes made and things like that just because. They think I have money now because I because I got. They look at the followers and they they like they yeah who said that (laughs) who who technically said that I had that you know what I mean or different things like that like doesn't mean money yeah or like people will be envious of you or different things and it hurts you it hurts you it hurts you a lot I think speaking of envy I swear me also like the same what other like adversities as a makeup artist and like having a brand like what other adversities do you face. I think the adversity I face, um, I honestly, I want to say, I want to keep it real. I thank God for my friends like Moses. I love Moses so much. I stole him from from Tsunami, the the girl who makes clothes. I love her clothes too. Shout out to Yes, shout out to J Sweet. I love her clothes. But I also stole her best friend because (laughs) he helps me out so much. Mm -hmm. Um, He's such a good person. Um, People like that really plant me and keep me grounded. Mm -hmm. And, um, I love people like that so much because all the things that go on around me are usually quite ridiculous. And it just happens. Mm. You can't control it. You right. can't control people. And um, you need grace. You know, Is it you more, sh- so, more so from clients or from, like, friends and family and it could, supporters? It's all... all- E, all, all of the above. <laughs> e. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some clients that I love so much, and they don't give me stress, and they mm-hmm. get me, I get them. There's some clients that I love so much, and it, they become like family, family like I said. Right. But, you know, there's weeds in every garden. Mm. Yeah. So it is what it is. But the more your garden is bigger, the bigger your garden gets, the more weeds you have to pull out. It's true. So it's not like I'm... It's not like I'm disappointed or I'm in shock because that's the way life goes. Mm-hmm. But I, but at the same time, it does get draining. Mm. And like today, I was fasting and I'm I've been fasting for the spirit of grace in all Amen. things that I'm doing Amen. for grace to you know to not complain, mm-hmm. grace to mm-hmm. um, be able to feel the thorns. I'm very Christian, so girl, um, you are. <laughs> we're right here. We're right here. We're right here. So when Jesus was on the cross. You know, even though he died for our sins, and even though he woke up three days later, mm-hmm. his that doesn't mean that the nails didn't hurt when right. they penetrated into his wrist. And mm-hmm. you know, whenever that 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 nail is penetrating into my wrist, I want to be able to have that grace of God mm-hmm. to be able to just over like overcome it and not mm-hmm. let my my emotions, not let my fears, not let my anxiety, not let what some girl had to say about me or let or what somebody else's comment yeah. or how people feel about me dictate my glory or dictate mm. the message Girl, that I on, need to Tessa. convey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, but like, I feel... Well, do your thing, girl. Okay, I'm sorry. Do thing. My bad. Well, let's Tango. just go on break, guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> just a quick, quick little quick break. break. We'll You're listening back. to Just Winging It on Link 24 Radio. Can you focus on me? Baby, can you focus Oh, me, me. Hands in the soap. How the force is running, and I keep looking at you. Stuck on your phone, or you're stuck in your zone. And you don't ever cook, but I don't wanna give up. Baby, I just want you to get up. Just focus on me 
Take a little soft break. Get the vibes <laughs> flowing again. <laughs> and that was um, focused by her, H E R. Yes. We're back with Just Swinging It. And we have Mashuda in the building. Hey, hey, hey. So I have a question because someone actually asked me this question last year and I really didn't have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Basically, the question is why do you think people put, okay, why do you think society puts women against each other? I think Especially in our industry, but let's talk about that part. For, let's talk about the in society part, and then we can talk about in the industry. I want to say after. because women, I think that our gift on earth is to nurture into um, like a seed, like filling the seed, like watering it, giving it light, and mm-hmm. manifesting. I think that we have manifesta- manifestation powers. Mm-hmm. And... This month of May has been very woman-oriented for me, and this was a first, and I found it so electrical and also so empowering because from the beginning of the month till the end of the month, we're here right now. It's yeah. all, it's a woman-empowered moment right now, too. Um, I've grown so much, and I've learned so much from other women mm-hmm. from just getting tips down to how to get free sponsorships from different companies, how mm-hmm. to just... And these are things that... But it's on at the end. No, I respect it, sure. And, (laughs) like, you know, these are things that you can't find. It's not easy to just pick up and find anywhere. Um, And I also think we're also dope in our our own way. Somebody might be really good at hair. Another person will be really good at coaching. Another person is really good at empowering. Mm -hmm. And when all of those energies come together, you're complete. Mm. And Ooh, and you know it's just gems, it's so dangerous to be complete. People can't live with that. People don't even like to keep it real with themselves. People can't even keep it real with themselves when they sin. That's Talkless true. of completing yourself and overcoming your weaknesses and facing yourself and you know elevating yourself and taking yourself to new dimensions. It's not people don't want that. So why do you think they do it in our industry in particular? Because it, it happens behind the scenes a lot, right? And it's it's not a good it's not a good feeling because it's kind of like why are you even ask me this type of question when I I lo- I like I love this girl, you know what I mean? Or like I love that brother, like I love what he I does. I think people that's does. not hit, lit in their career do that. 
Mm-hmm. And this is not to mm-hmm. be disrespectful because, like it I said, this month, no, but this month alone, like, mm-hmm. the energy was just off, rip was just so great. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, um, this girl on Instagram, her name is Chloe Dash. I don't know if you guys ever heard of whatever the case may be. She came up with the recipes for, for the, the yes, 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 yes. She yes, is, yes. Uh, she's an awesome girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I had called her randomly, like, yo, you want to pull up to um, the set? And we did a glitter look on her. And the energies were so magnetic. I came back to her place, yeah. and she did a before and after de- after demo on me, and mm-hmm. it was just like, wow. We're in, first of all, we're in two different criterias. I, I like to do arts and craft with my products, and you're a, you, you're pretty much a YouTube artist. Mm-hmm. What does it hurt me to do what to you collab, do, or what exactly. what does it hurt me to you know? And then I have one of my um, makeup events. It was called Makeup and Chill, and this other girl, her name is Kimberly. She is so pretty. Oh my god! And her eye makeup is so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she came in, and the class was filled. It was like twenty one people in the classroom. She came in and just started assisting and teaching people how to get their makeup done properly. That's what's up. And man. it was just like. Cause some other people would hold back. You see, wow. but, I, but I love that though. It was just like, I love wow. That. You know what I mean? But why? Can, but why is it that? Like, I feel like some even is down you to have like, to where not, you get your shirt from. Oh, yeah, but I really, you, like, I really <laughs> feel like when your when your pieces is not hitting, that's mm-hmm. when you behave like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when your pieces are hitting, you do not behave like that. I, I feel like no, that's a fact. No, because you know I'm not the richest person, but like I, I'm that sort of person where if you ask me something, like if I know, no, I'm talking about an envious person. Oh, okay, I get what you mean. Okay. Yeah, and first of all, even if you're an envious person, you're not likely to show people you're envious, envious when your career you. is going the way you want it to go. Mm, yep, I Why agree. would you be envious if your career is it's where you want it good. to be at? You won't care. Will you care? But that means that's a, a little form of insecurity as well, because you know that that next person might be a little bit better than you, and you know that if he or she gets to the point where where you are at. Then it's no, because I know I would probably be like, no, that's a, But this is, I feel like this goes back to, because like I said, I'm very Christian. I feel like this goes with grace. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called grace. You can have as much, I know makeup artists that are better than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know them to be on BuzzFeed. I don't know them to be on Glamour UK. I don't know them to be at BeautyCon doing talk. demos. Talk I'm that just talk. that this is just like, there's a, you know, when there's mm-hmm. a calling on your life, right. there's a calling on your life. But you have to remember you that understand not what everybody I'm trying understands to say? that. Yeah, I know, but that's why they be envious. Right, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's but like it's all in the mind. It's the mind. It's a mind right. game. It's because like there's no reason that I like should be able. I should. I should be able to call you. Like I know I'll be able to call you. But like, yo, how you do that pink thing on the neck real quick? Because I'm trying to do something kind of like that. And I know she'll tell me. Mm-hmm. If it was someone else, I know they wouldn't. They'd be like, go, I'll learn on YouTube. Like, they wouldn't even want to tell me to take that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, there's not even a YouTube for that yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, why can't we all just lift each other up as women? Like, it's really not that deep. Like, but your I love talents that. are not my talents. Your right. talents are not mine. Let's big up each other. Absolutely. Big up yourself. That's Actually, it. you just... I, what I love about being around people, you just gave me a wonderful idea. I'm like, maybe I should do a YouTube tutorial on how to do it. Girl, you better so, capitalize thank you. on yeah, it. I'm like, all right, now I'm hearing that. Now I'm thinking about it like, okay. Trademark. Why not? <laughs> uh, great idea. But no, like, I, I love the fact that I'm glad you mentioned, like, women's empowerment and just being surrounded by different energies and because vibes and everything like it. that. It's so important. Like, mm-hmm. this is my first time meeting you, and I and I, I love the energy that I'm getting from you. Like, you're so <laughs> positive. You're always smiling. And I feel like that is so important, not only as an individual, but in your, your field of work, because you're going to meet so many negative people, especially you. But you know what? I promise you, like... Um, There's more good than bad, though. I'm telling you, because I met... 
um, Sir John on Saturday, Beyonce's makeup artist. Okay. He is the sweetest. Him. He was like, come here. You look so pretty. Like, he was yeah. like this, like, embracing <laughs> me, like, giving me a hug. Right. Just because he thought I was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just, like, mm-hmm. giving me a hug. And he was like, my name is Sir John. What is yours? I'm like, is he really introducing me <laughs> to himself? Like I, don't know <laughs> like, I don't know who he is. Like, what? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean about when you are successful at what you do, there is no way your brain is even taking you there. Because yeah. even Rennie Vasquez, when I used to work at Inglot, first of all, I've got, like, I've had every random makeup job ever. But <laughs> So when I was at Inglot for like two weeks, I remember <laughs> Rennie Vasquez walked in and he was like, oh, what um, what bronzer is that? And I was like, oh, this is, this is that. He was like, you look gorgeous. I want them. I want them. Give it to right. me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just mad sweet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, um, I wanted to get your class, but I couldn't afford it. And by the time I could afford it, it was sold out. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, I could tell you, don't use liquid and then thick concealer. Make sure they're all consistent. Like, mm-hmm. use the same thing if you're going to use and that's someone that has like a really good platform too like that's someone that's but he he gave me the real the real technique at the end of the day because when you really do look at his stuff that's the main thing that he he uses cream cream. from head to toe you know what i'm trying to say so it's just like these kind of people are absolutely um magnificent and the people because they're confident in themselves. themselves. That's why I wanted uh, to make it very clear But I don't even think it's not that. even just confident in themselves. I think that they're not being tied down. When you work at a counter, I'm sorry to come at any counter right now, but if you work at a counter and you got an AUS, you got a no. goal, you got to um, reach, you got to do this, you got to do that, you're not going to treat me nice. You're yeah. not going to treat me nice what at is, all. What is an AUS for those like, of us that don't know what that is? The Mac workers. Oh, yes. okay, okay. So, like, those are, like, goals Yeah, you got to sell three products per purchase or things like that. It's just, like... You know, that energy will have that one ruby woo. <laughs> Did she just get a onesie? You know, right, I don't want to deal right. with that. So, will you be a happy person when you see this girl that she was at the... Because I was at the Mac counters. Right. So, you, you see me at the Mac counters. Would you be happy for me when I'm not at the I'm Mac counters with you no more? I know, but... Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I know. We know, girl. You're not going to be... I wouldn't be no, happy I get for you. you for the time I'm I have. Here, I still got to sell this, know, this product. Yeah. Listen. A billion dollar company and I'm not making a billion dollars. Wow. Wow. And you only gave me what twenty one dollars an hour. <laughs> and you, listen though, when I first got that job, I was excited. Like, Ooh, <laughs> Billy Rock on everyone, everyone, everyone was saying, "Wow, this this job is a billion dollar business." And I'm only getting and I'm this, this twenty one. <laughs> Dead ass. Yo, you be like, listen, That's I gotta true. really, I really gotta do something different. I can't, I can't. But be you know that what? Girl. It opens your eyes though. Like it really opens your eyes, and it, I feel like. Especially like us working at Mac, it motivated us to want to do more. Something and it's more. Like, right. Be a little bit more creative because at the end of the day, when you work at a counter like that, everyone's work starts to look the same. And that's why I had to leave. Like I, I was like, I can't like fall into the trap of doing the same look over and over again. Smoky eye, red lip, smoky eye, red lip, because it starts to get repetitive and it seems to right. be more like a job and less of an art. Right. You know or what I mean? Passion. So it's like. I mean, also at the same time though. Oh, at the same time, though, I will never trade that um, that experience mm-hmm. um, because I remember the first counter I was at, I was working at um, Lady Gaga's makeup artist. What is her name again? She always wears orange hair, very short. I forgot. <laughs> she was freelancing, randomly was freelancing, and I was, like, so scared because at this time I didn't know how to do any white people yet. 
And she was like, girl, the first girl I did it on, I caught a heart attack. Like, you know, she was <laughs> she was so sweet. And I didn't even know she was Lady Gaga's artist until the end of the day. They was like, do you know who you was talking to all day? I was like, no. She, they was like, you know she only freelances when she's back at home from tour. I was just wow. like, wow. So I think that um, everything in life is what you make of it because this girl yeah. taught me how to do a smoky eye. Then um, this other guy named Jacob, what a wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, he taught me so much. He was a freelancer too, but he already had his own career stuff popping off. Um, he was showing me stuff, and I would be behind him, tagging along, and watch him do stuff. You know, mm-hmm. he just was killing, beating faces left and right, right. and snatched, just giving life. <laughs> and I learned so much from him. You do learn techniques. You do. I did. I learn. needed those techniques, mm-hmm. and I and I would never trade that in for the world. And I think that um, sometimes it depends on the counter that you are at. But you know, every counter has its um, pros, and every every counter has its um, cons, and you just learn what you need to learn. I mean, my first real counter was Honey Cosmetics, and I learned how to do eyebrows. I learned how to uh, put on lashes. I learned that in order to own a business, you had to at least have a beauty license. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's things that things you need that to know. To and I and I learned more about being a business owner from my boss there than I did anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else where you're working at, we all crabs in a barrel, and we don't even know who right. we're working for. That's but at least at that job, I seen my boss. I see how she went in every morning. I saw her work ethic. I saw how much dedication she put into it. And I saw how she there. spoke to people. and her jo- Yeah, and she even has some in the Bronx. So would you say, like, for someone that wants to get into the beauty industry, it's better to start with a small... I feel like most of the time when people want to quote unquote intern or just like learn a craft or mm-hmm. learn from anything, they people usually like to go with a smaller company. Do you recommend that? Oh, oh yes, because somebody. she took her time mm-hmm. with me Compared and another like a, girl. Like a big no, Mac she or took. Sephora. When I tell you she took her time, she trained us three months straight. Oh yeah. wow. Three months straight of yeah. eyebrows, <laughs> eyebrow tinting. I, and she just told you herself, I, I did her eyebrow. Right. I, did, I done tinted her eyebrows before. Mm-hmm. This is way after I left her job. You know what I mean? Right. Like, these are essentials that I have in my pocket that I don't know. I don't know a lot of other makeup artists who know how to do brow tinting, who know how to clean your eyebrow, who knows how to actually apply mm-hmm. eyelash extensions on your eyes. Mm-hmm. These are things that I can never trade in ever. And I'm just so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm saying, oh, yeah, you would be tight too if you was me, I know. Nah, it's like yeah at the same time I wouldn't be tight because I know where where God is going to take me mm-hmm. and I understand that you need these equipments to be able to do what your heart desires so I love that mm-hmm. and I get one one thing I could say and this is from that one well the, the one meeting that we you know the, my eyebrow tinting experience when I shoot that she does eyebrow tinting guys I don't do it like that anymore. Oh, oh, my bad but Sorry. I do I do Wait, aren't you a licensed esthetician? esthetician I am a licensed esthetician so let's talk about that so which do you put, like obviously you're all about the makeup and everything like that but do you have like a little love for something like more like skincare or being an esthetician I got a prefer- love for eyebrows and that's oh. what I'm saying <laughs> I can it. just let you know that Okay. I have a big bond with brows. Okay. Being brows, we cool. Right. Uh, Listen, my brows was leaking last year. <laughs> <laughs> as far as um skincare, I'm you know I know how to make it work. Right. I know what you shouldn't do. I know what you should do. Mm-hmm. But I have a big space in my heart for eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. So what I was gonna say, um, last year when you mm-hmm. did my brows, we were having a conversation about like you know everything I was going through with the whole. Like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm tired of the industry, whatever. And I was like, you know, sometimes I feel like I have to conform. And you said, I quote, stay in your lane. And that shit really (laughs) stuck with me. No, it really really stuck with me because it's like, damn, like, I really do not have to change the way I do my work to 
it's gonna reach so, out you know, to it's the gonna people reach that to, need yeah, it. Like, to, 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 to feed someone else's soul, but it doesn't feed mine. So, like, what advice would you give to someone who is trying to, I guess, you know, kind of be themselves but still feed everyone else around them? Like, who's more important? I think if you can't go to sleep with a peace of mind and you go to sleep tussling, because mm-hmm. that's how I felt every time I worked at um, counters. I think this is the first time in my life where I don't tussle going to bed like, damn, I need to da-da-da. Mm-hmm. I'd still say, damn, I need to da-da-da, but it's like being consistent with what is going on. Yeah. But it's not that damn, like, you're not doing what you love. Mm-hmm. So... There's, God did not put us on earth to do things for the sake of people. He put us mm-hmm. here to do things for ourselves while mm-hmm. helping other people. So my thing is, I think the first month that you do makeup, you can already tell what's your specialty. When I, I first started doing makeup, my eyebrows was popping and everything else looked like crap. <laughs> so, um, and like my assistant, Melissa, her eye makeup was phenomenal. When I first met her, her eye makeup was just so good. Everything else was But the <laughs> eyebrows was so, I'm um, not the eyebrows, the eyeshadows eye was so amazing. Amazing, the vibrancy, the colors, the oh my god! I was like, yo, you you got this eye thing down, you know? You you mm-hmm. just know what is for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's gonna entice somebody. Yeah, stay in your lane. You have to stay, and that's in not your in lane. a shady way, people. Because there's some people who will take it like, what do you mean, stay in my lane? No, there there's more literally like know a, what you're know, t- know, know your talent. worth and know yeah. your talent exactly. Yeah. And you will. And this is not throwing shade at Idia. People who don't wear a lot of makeup like that. Don't play that. They talk like this and they don't play that. <laughs> right? And, <laughs> if you know, and if you know Idiot, this is how she is. Idiot. Like, no. Okay, right? You know how she is. Your makeup and your work, it fits your personality mm. and you're going to oh fit God, the demographic right. of the people that. <laughs> That the style of work that you're right. doing, it's going to fit the demographic. Right. Yeah. It's going to fit your demographic. You attract what you put out. You're going to really attract people that's yeah. like you. And who, why would you want to be around people that's not like you? But Speaking I love of being people around people who are not like That me, are though. not like us. Yes, what do no. you think about men defining the standards of beauty? Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Like, babe, you should be not be wearing much, that much Because you're, you're saying, like, you're too much this, too much that. I don't believe in those kind of people. Okay. Keep it at that because once you don't believe in something, it's not gonna come your way. Thank mm. you. And they know better than to even open their stinking daddy <laughs> mouth to be saying something you have nonsense. To like that. <laughs> don't say that nonsense to me. Are you mad? <laughs> no, it's really rubbish though. Mm. And you know, it's usually it's always the corny little cornball clown little boy <laughs> who says so much about who has your, so much. Yeah, opinion and it's so much like oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God! Shut up! <laughs> and one thing I heard, um, this one guy I heard, um, I dated once, whatever. So this one Thursday. guy, yeah, right, <laughs> TVT. Um, he was like, you know, I like when I see girls get their makeup done and stuff. That means that they have money to maintain themselves. I was like, okay. okay. I never heard that before. Me he was either. like, I, I like when they do that contour thing. That means they know what they're doing. They I know can't. how to take care of themselves. <laughs> I said, wow. wow. Okay. So listen, this was a Nigerian man that said that. Wow. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> he didn't say with an African accent, pause. but he, he definitely know, said yeah. that to me. And I was like, wow. Okay. I never heard of, uh, you know, somebody 
a Nigerian man say that. So that made me be a lot more open-minded and to just understand that it just takes a feeble mind to really to understand to really come at you like that. You gotta be a, a little dumb or something <laughs> to really come at me and say <laughs> a something. Little, so, a little dumb. Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, no. I just no, I like, I agree because listen, I love when my man big up my makeup. He was yeah. like, nah, babe, like. Now your shit look, looking right. You, like, exactly. You, you, you and you have to take care of yourself. Right. It looks like yeah. self-preservation. Mm, yeah. Oh, I like that. Anthropo- I, anthropology. Listen, ladies. Yeah. Self-preserve. You have to preserve the beats. Okay. <laughs> take many fish sauce on right. the beats. <laughs> so, we had a fun question for you. Uh-oh. Ooh, it's getting All right. fun. All right. So, we're all Nigerian in here. Right. You already know where this is going. Also, go ahead. All right, so when we were talking, we basically wanted to know, like, who do you prefer to, you know, do their makeup? Do you prefer, you know, the non-Nigerian, African clients, or you like, you know, other clients? Like, because you know, some people are like, ah, you know, I pick other. Going for a 300 place. <laughs> no, uh, I don't want to pay whatever your rate is. Uh, you know I'm your auntie now. Just, just let me. I'm very, I'm, I'm very mean when it comes to that Talk now. About it. Can and I have a high five? Thank you. And yep. something else that I realized too that um, it's not just Africans that do that. Mm. It's I, different I, I races. African, like the African I, I, aunties are always asking for like a discount discounts or for free. Yeah, but um, I've started to realize that it's just people. It's just a certain kind of people that is like that. Mm. Because there's Jamaican people I know like that. There's Chinese people I know that's like that. They're and very similar. They're, they're on the cusp. They're like, <laughs> no, we're from the same blood. But they're not like, what, what I'm saying is, and then there's these like elite, quality, wonderful, phenomenal women that just so happen to even be born in Nigeria. And then it just changed my perspective of, because I used to be ignorant and be like, oh my God, I hate doing African people makeup. They so damn cheap. <laughs> oh, they get on my nerves. Right. And don't get me wrong, I've had some really intense, ridiculous, disrespectful, downright, wow, disgusting. Adjective of life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, experiences while doing makeup for people of Nigerian mm. descent. But at the same time, I've also experienced that doing sometimes with some celebrities. Ooh. With some celebrities, just don't have some home training that you would think that they should have. Yeah, right. So what it really showed me when I went through those experiences is that there's just certain quality people and it's not mm-hmm. about where you come from but it's about and it's not even about your mother who raised you because mm-hmm. even your mother could raise you well and then you just you leave <laughs> you, yeah you walk out your house and you act like a whole nother person. Yep. That's a fact. So I try to stay away from that stereotype now because one of my favorite clients right now, Lola, she's from Harlem, business owner. Um, she's a wonderful woman. I love her so much. And she's Nigerian. She's born in Nigeria. Powerful woman. Mm. Business um, philanthropist and things like that. Well, you know what it was? You know? I, I was scarred. My first Nigerian party. Mm-hmm. I did her makeup. You know, skin is like my thing. Like I love, like I love to make a woman look just radiant. Like it was mm-hmm. like her fiftieth birthday. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted her to look fabulous, like mm-hmm. beautiful. And um, the lady's sister came in and told me I would be prettier if I bleached my skin. Are you mugged? That's what she told me. I would never forget this. I was Bro. with my home, my, my home girl Safisha. She was like, "Whoa, wait, <laughs> she's trendy." So she was like, "What? What the black lad? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are y'all going on?" So I'm like, "Wait, hold on. Is she serious?" So the lady basically she matched like her face matched her neck matched her hands. But she everything. wanted to be lighter. So her sister literally came over and took a like MC45 light like light powder and she was like maybe a little bit lighter than me and patted her face and I was like I'm not claiming this work. 
because you're going to take pictures and it's going to look terrible. And you know, to this day, I see those pictures and I'm like, told you so. Look at you. (laughs) Like, look at you. You listen to the the other. You listen to the other. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's one of the, but this is one of the reasons why. And I, I don't. I hate to bring it back to my artwork, but this is one of the reasons why I work so hard with coming up with creative concepts to to um, change the the way that people perceive themselves and the way that they view themselves. And you know, this is about teaching people how to relove themselves and to mm-hmm. reevaluate themselves because we have been mentally trained that light is right, yes. and there's nothing wrong with being light. But also, you know, we can't knock the chocolate mamas, yeah. you know. Dark as chocolate. Okay. That's it. Listen, ladies. You know what I mean? Everybody chocolate in their life. It really is. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where a lot of people will just never, will never understand that. And so the more that we, and I want you guys to also know that when I was working at the Mac counter, a lot of Asian women did that too. A lot of Asian women. Oh, yeah, that's so big in Asia. Asian and Indian women. Yeah. So it's not just a, it's not just an African thing. That are dark, normally darker toned people basically people that are not white. But do you see how it's bigger than just being, like, big, bigger black, than just being black? black. It's yeah. like a real epidemic where yeah, we need to... Worldwide. Yeah, and it's all about trying to infiltrate and change the way that we perceive ourselves while allowing people to appreciate us. Yeah. So before we end this off, I think, I guess we should go around and say, I mean, something just empowering for women to understand, like, like a message. So before we end this episode, like, let's all go around and you can start... Give them like a little message. Then you go this way, also, and then me. The message that I have for women right now is to never stop being an individual. Um, Never stop pushing yourself to your fullest potential. Never stop coming together with other women because there's things that your man cannot tell you. He cannot tell you what shoe is going to go good with your hair and your bag, okay, Mm -hmm. sis? Mm -hmm. And he cannot console you the way that. If he breaks your heart, somebody got to console you at Mm -hmm. that, too. And there's so many different reasons why it's so important for women to be friends. And I hope that hearing this um, podcast, you learn and understand that we all really need to be together. So to my women out there, I just want you to, after you listen to this, the, the podcast, I want you to just take a minute, breathe in. And live your best life. I want mm. you to pick a couple of things that you love about your physical attributes, your characteristics, mm-hmm. whether it's any sort of ideas that you have, and build and work on it. Like, just live your best life. Appreciate yourself. Look in the mirror and be like, I love my cheekbones. I love my mm-hmm. lips. I love my nose. I love it with my, my booty jiggle in the sundress because, you know, it's <laughs> sundress season. Hey. Mm-hmm. And just appreciate yourself. So live your best life. That's all I can say. And I can say, love yourself. And don't take life too seriously. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, anything can be upgraded. You can be upgraded. You can upgrade yourself. And you're just winging life. And that was just winging it. And we want to thank Mashudat Where can we for find coming you? through. <laughs> Yay. Thank you guys for having me. Everything in life. Mashudat.com, at Mashudat, at Mashudat, at Mashudat. Everything. Yeah, hear that? Just Mashudat. M O S H O O D A T. And we're going to link everything in the bio. So, guys. Stay tuned for more, more of the paint series. So check out that, okay? Yes. Yes. Coming to a city near you, right? Put in the fruition. Talking into fruition. Just like that. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Peace, y'all. Just swinging it.
guys, this is Idia. It's Osa. And this episode of Just Winging It is brought to you by Link24 Radio. You can listen to Just Winging It on link24radio.com for free. Where you can catch the freshest and latest Afro-urban music, topics, and everything and anything you want to know. Just Winging It. See a fine girl. I'm on the way though. One love, my legs. Sweet girl, you know. Let's get the paper. Pull on. Pull on. Now I know I don't know you, but I thought something for you. Show me what it do. Then I spray something for you. Sweet girl, you know. Fine girl. 